Hi, this is Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast. I'm a yoga and meditation teacher and life coach. I'm also author of several self-help books. Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast is about strategies to think positively every day. We will cover relationships, positive energy, the power of attraction, and how to mindfully experience each day so that you can become your best self. Hi, everyone. I have Stacy Justice with us again, and we're so lucky to have her. Thanks for coming. Oh, it's again my pleasure. I love chatting with you. This is so, it's just fun, and I love that we can give tidbits of advice, and it feels like some good girl, quality girl talk. <laughs> I know. I just love talking to you, and you have such insight and such a different perspective than a lot of people, and that's what life is all about, connection with other people and learning to see different perspectives because mm -hmm. it seems like everyone has their own opinion and to honor that and and see how we can help each other. So we wanted to talk about these interesting mysteries and unsolved cases that happen and I, I'm addicted to them and I know mm -hmm. you're a fan of these detective shows too. And every time we're watching them, we're thinking about what could she or he have done differently? How can we prevent this from happening? And mm -hmm. how can we educate each other so that we can make really smart decisions? Because as you know, I work with people with anxiety. And when you have anxiety, it really drowns out the voice of intuition. And it's really yes. hard to hear it. And so that's why for me, it's really important to help people lessen anxiety. But also your intuition is what's going to create opportunities for you. It's what's going to save you. It's really mm -hmm. important to be able to hear it. I researched a topic because this happened to a friend of mine. And I was so curious about it. And it's about friends drugging friends. And I thought, well, how, why would a friend ever drug a friend? And then I yeah. thought, you know, well, I know why. If, if the girl would have nothing to do with this guy and he was madly in love with her, maybe it makes it easier for him to get some action or whatever. So I Googled it and I saw this video that was fascinating. It was this girl went out with this guy and he ordered drinks. And then she said, well, I have to go to the bathroom, so I'll be right back. So she left to go to the bathroom. And when she left the boy put a drug in her drink. And there was a table of women sitting right next to them. And they were just having a, a girl's night. And one mm -hmm. of the women noticed that he had drugged her drink. And she was really concerned. So she told her friends, I think I just saw him drug her drink. And they said, okay, go to the bathroom and follow her and tell her. One of the women who saw it went to the bathroom and said, how well do you know the man you're with tonight? And she said, oh, he's my best friend. And she's like, wow. really? Because we saw him put a drug in your drink. And she goes, really? And she goes, just don't drink it. And then she left the bathroom. And meanwhile, another friend of the table had gone to the manager and said, we just saw that guy put a drug in her drink. Mm -hmm. You might want to do something about it. So what he had done in the meantime is the manager had looked at video footage of it and had called the police. And when the woman came back to the table... She wasn't drinking her drink, and he was encouraging her to drink it. And she was just like, oh, I'm not feeling it. The, the police showed up, and they saw the video footage, and they arrested him. 
And I thought that story is more common than people think. And I don't say that to scare people, but women are very trusting. And sometimes you just have to be on alert. And I think maybe if if you're aware that this is someone that's actually in love with you or lusting after you and not a real best friend, if you have those instincts. Exactly. That would be the question I would want to ask her is, did you ever get a vibe from him Mm -hmm. that were you truly bamboozled or, you know, I think it's really important when we're working with our intuition is to, we have to be really candid and honest with ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. And if we're playing into, not saying that this woman was playing into this person, mm-hmm. right? Or that, but if we're working with this idea that we're creating our reality, then at some level, unconsciously, we would say that she created that. And I would never say that in a you know punitive way. Mm-hmm. I, I'm at just more of a curiosity, like if this is true, mm-hmm. if the theory is correct, if the law of cause and effect is true, and then that means it's happening all the time. What is it? Where did she come in? Did she not see it? Is she, does she some, on some level unconsciously want to be controlled? Because I feel with a person that's doing something like that, that's a control issue, mm-hmm. a lot of it. He's trying to get her to relinquish control or maybe, by feeding her. Right. Well, that. maybe the question is, do you see signs of controlling behavior and, exactly. a, and avoid them? <laughs> yes. Because and then, and then what part are you playing? Do you actually like to be controlled? Mm-hmm. Which is not, I mean, some people do, but it's the awareness level. It's like, oh, I see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. When you have a level of awareness and you trust yourself, then you're going to take action from that trust. That's to me really what intuitive knowing is, is trusting your highest self, trusting right. that's, they call it the still small voice. Mm-hmm. That's a skill that we hone. It has intuition. Right. And what I right. love about that story is how women yes. got involved. And they didn't just say, oh, it's not my business. And oh, maybe that's her supplement. (laughs) I mean, they literally said suspicious behavior. I'm going to stand up. I mean, and two of them took action. So I love that. Women supporting women. Same. Me Um, too. That's beautiful. So have you seen a case that really caught your attention? I I can't remember the name of the program, but it was something about psychopaths or something. And there was a story about this woman that really, really hit home in regard to if she just would have followed one decision, changed the entire trajectory of her life. This was in, I think, the late 70s. So people were still hitchhiking, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. So she was hitchhiking. I think she was in like Portland, Oregon, and she was hitchhiking down to visit her friends in California. And she's got her thumb out and this couple pulls up and she's like, oh, they seem like a great couple. I mean, they had a kid and... and, They um, had a kid with them? Yeah. But they seemed like the nice couple, right? Right. So she gets in the car and she's like, yeah, I'm going to Portland. So they pull over to get gas and she goes into the bathroom and she hears this voice go, climb out the window and run and do not look back. And she's like, what? She heard this voice in her head. So she's washing her hands and she hears it again. Wow. Climb out the window run for your life and don't look back. Wow. So she didn't heed that advice. She went back into the car. And when she sat down in the car, there was this box, like this wooden box that wasn't in the seat before. before. She thought that that was really odd. So they start going on the, on their way. And then the, the wife says, or isn't that the road, honey? And he's like, yeah. So he turns down this road and he goes into, um, into this wooded area about by this lake and she gets out of the car. Yeah, there was a kid because she got out of the car with the kid 
and then then he got out of the car and then she the she stayed in the passenger seat in the back like kind of wondering what was going on and next thing you know he comes over opens the door forces her down and puts her head in that box so now she's kidnapped okay if she just would have gone and listened to that voice well then how do we know she heard that voice she survived Yes, she t- she survived to tell the story. She was in captivity with this couple, kidnapped for like six or eight years or something. Oh, you're... Yes, she lived to tell this tale. It's a crazy story. And if she just would have followed that voice mm-hmm. and made that one decision, would it change the trajectory of her life? It reminds me of a friend who d- discovered things about her husband that everyone was shocked about, like living mm-hmm. another life and doing all these horrible things and she was so surprised and shocked and I said was there any sign when you met him that he could be this way and she she at first was just like no nobody can believe that that he could be capable Mm -hmm. of this and then I just pushed a little more and I said there had to have been a sign a red flag and she said well actually Come to think of it, when I met him, (laughs) the day she met him was the red flag. She said, I was talking to him, and he kept checking out everybody that came in the door Mm -hmm. and wouldn't keep his eyes on me, and he kept looking all around. And she thought he was a jerk, so he had asked her out, and she kept saying no. She said no ten times. Yes. And then she said he just finally said, please just give me one chance. I'll just take you to dinner, and then I'll leave you alone after that. And so she was just exasperated and said, okay. And right. of course, he completely charmed her. But her voice was screaming in the beginning. It's just interesting when we choose to ignore it, you know. And we'll choose to ignore it for a number of reasons, right? Mm-hmm. And But I think the bottom line is, is it's the trusting yourself. And if you're not able to trust yourself, you're not going to be able to trust anything and then you're going to make choices from that space mm-hmm. so then you'll second guess yourself and then you'll trust someone else mm-hmm. who may not have your best interest in, at heart right you right. know right no and I- so a lot of people would say well then how do I know it's my intuition especially if I'm have anxiety mm-hmm. well that's why meditation I mean everybody says it's meditation and the reason why is because meditation gets you quiet enough gets the mind quiet enough so that you can practice hearing that small voice right and I, intuitive knowing. And I can't tell you how many psychiatrists or psychologists that I have heard from with clients that don't recommend meditation for patients because to me that is the number one step to eliminating anxiety and it's like a ping pong ball in your head with all the different thoughts we have. Yes. I agree with that. Well, I'll share with you in hypnotherapy and when I was going to school, they would say our as a hypnotherapist, my job is to get rid of my clients. When a, a, a psychotherapist, they want to keep their clients because mm-hmm. it behooves them to have someone who's always anxious that wants to come to them and talk about and regurgitate the same thing. And I'm not disparaging psychotherapy. It's that idea of what is the intention of the doctor also. Just because a person has a PhD at the end or a dot, dot, dot at the end, right? that's again where we have to trust our intuitive knowing and how do we hone that skill. And for some people, meditation, they might be like, oh, I don't want to do meditation. <laughs> well, the whole point of meditation is to get you in the now. Mm-hmm. So you are understanding that you don't have to have anxiety, that it's okay to be here now and be in this moment. So if you can get there in any other way, 
if you like art, if right. you listen to music, if you do walking meditation, walking meditation is fantastic. Right. Anything that's setting an intention of I'm going to be in this moment. And, and it also doesn't have to be 20 minutes. It can be five minutes, two times a day. It can be one minute. Just that one. Ch- I, I do meditation. I feel like I'm always or my goal is to always be in that kind of meditative right. state. That trance in that moment. Right. Yes. Or in and it doesn't have to be like woo woo. It's just being in the moment now. And I know what that intuitive voice sounds like because I I'm hang out with it. Mm-hmm. That's what meditation provides is a time to hang out with it. If you want to get to know something, you need to spend time with it. Right. I also saw a case study recently where it was a little boy and a girl was playing in their yard and a man was wandering by, driving by, and then had parked and started walking by. And the boy was oblivious, obviously. He was younger. and But his sister was on alert, like just having a car parked nearby and, mm. and not in it clearly, it was an anxious way. You could see that she was just protective, but there was he, wisdom, wisdom. He mm-hmm. grabbed the boy's arm and started running and she sensed something and it already had his hand. So she was able to pull him out of the situation and get home. The good news is she got a good look at him and they caught him later because they ran up a report when these people take risks. They often prey on people who are insecure. They're walking dejected or their shoulders are turned down and their head hangs heavy. And I used to... Which is lack of self-trust. Right. You see, Mm -hmm. it shows up as that, ooh, this person is easy pickings because I can sway them. Right. Low self-esteem is low Mm self-trust. That depressive weakness... Mm-hmm. It's because I don't have a good sense of self. Right. And they pick up on that. Oh, right. No, they they yeah. definitely want the repressed and easy mm-hmm. to dominate. And I used to mm-hmm. practice with my kids when we got out of the mall. I would say, okay, now's when you grab your keys and I'd hold the keys. And I said, we're going to walk to the car like we mean business and no one's going to mess with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we yeah. would have this really strong stride and walk with determination. We would practice it, literally practice That's it. Just, just so they always had in their head that if I'm alone, I get my keys out and I walk to my car like I am taking names, right? <laughs> right. And if I were to play devil's advocate, I could hear somebody saying, well, but aren't you then instilling fear in them? No, you're not. My best friend, her kids have been in martial arts since they were young. And they did that so that they could have a strong sense of self, right? So Mm -hmm. that if the opportunity to present itself, you know what to do. So there's a difference between being prepared and being fearful, right? Mm -hmm. You instill confidence by doing that. Well, I thought it was an exercise in empowerment, actually. Yeah, I agree. I looked at it differently, but I do know what you mean, because even Mm -hmm. talking about these case studies can incite fear, especially for people who tend to be anxious. When we were young, we had a robber that came to our house late night, and he was trying to break in, and my mom was there alone. And Oh, wow. I mean, looking back at it, it, it was kind of comical how I handled it, but I just literally, <laughs> I literally gave everyone a weapon in the family. Like my mom was just off calling the police, but I, I remember thinking, okay, you're going to hold the hammer. You're going to hold the hairspray and spray him in the eyes and you're going to tweeze. Oh, we came up with a plan. It was so funny looking back, but my mom went to bed every night with the hammer underneath her pillow after that guy. But well, I mean, we're humans, right? We we are animals and there is threat. Mm -hmm. And so what I really love about that story is that 
you didn't become the victim of the circumstance. You said, oh, hell no. I'm not going to be a victim. Right. I'm going to stand up and say, you are not going to know. And it's not like you're walking around like all that in that defensive posture. Mm -hmm. You in that moment when you knew that you had to go into I mean, it's fighting, basically. Mm-hmm. But you're going to war, basically. I mean, that's what the system does. It's like, ooh, we're going into defensive mode. Right. To defend, because I trust that I can defend myself. That's the difference mm-hmm. of, nope, this guy's not going to mess with us. And right. I love that because that shows confidence and it is empowering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I'm not at the mercy of someone else. I hold my own, I've got my own energy and my own vibration and I can be, take a stand to this. I'm not going to cower because someone comes in and acts like they're a threat. Right. And also right? Gr- girls need to use common sense too when you're meeting someone from a dating app and you are, but make sure it's in a public place. Don't meet at an apartment. Don't meet in a quiet place. I get what you're saying and I agree with that generally. The first time. But if there's a circumstance where you get a really good feeling Mm -hmm. and you text your friend where you're going or if they send you an address and you Mm -hmm. send it out and if you feel good about it, then that might also be an opportunity for you to trust yourself. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like common sense and trusting yourself. Sometimes I don't follow common sense. Sometimes I'll be like, what the hell did you put yourself in that position for? (laughs) Well, actually, because I got a really good intuitive hit around this and I wanted to see. Right. Because again, I've honed that skill and I do look at going, well, you know, I don't know if this makes common sense. Okay. Well, what can I do that then at least I've covered my butt. Right. right? So but this is also after me really getting to know myself. Well, Even sometimes you can experiment with your intuition. And if you're driving and you hear a voice go, turn left, do it. Right. I you agree. Know, and see what happens. And then and usually there'll be something really cool that will come from it, mm-hmm. you know? And it'd be like, ah, oh, that's the reason. And then you're creating that. Again, it's a relationship mm-hmm. that I have to hone. And this is why I feel that people will put themselves in positions or where they'll kind of feel oblivious. How did I do that? Well, are you fully present to mm-hmm. yourself? Mm-hmm. Or are you kind of just like, boo, at the mercy of someone to come in to be able to sweep you off? We could have hours of conversations as to what would have happened to the person when they were younger, that Mm -hmm. belief system would have been set up. There's lots of reasons why it could have manifested itself. And also, if you do get yourself in a position like that, where something negative happens, don't beat yourself up. No. Learn from it, right? I was in a relationship with a person and Mm -hmm. he was bad news bears. And right out the gate, I had a dream about him and Mm -hmm. I didn't follow it. And looking back, I've done a lot of self-evaluation and I understand why I did it on an unconscious level because he love-bombed me and I wanted someone to take care of me. And he did that in the most chaotic way. But you're right. A lot of people do that. And that's why I was wondering if there was a sign because she has really good instincts. I really thought like, maybe this is a fluke and... It came out well, of and nowhere, and maybe he just suffered a mental episode or uh, something. Oh, gotcha. So I was well, really curious. Are you sure there wasn't a sign? I really thought she was going to say no, no signs. Well, two things. Two, one thing that happens is that we will trust our intuition in one area of our life, mm-hmm. and then we'll negate it in another area of our life. Because with the way that it feels to me, just that particular story, he kind of love-bombed her and talked her into it. Mm-hmm. So he basically wore her down. He did, he did. Right. So then she stopped listening to herself. So she's got heightened intuition in other areas, but stopped listening to herself in her relationship area. 
because of whatever that dynamic and was. And then maybe so can, she would say, oh, well, I'm being too hard on him, or maybe that yeah, was exactly. my issue, or I was in my head, or something. A lot of women blame themselves and say, oh, yep. that was nothing, don't overreact, that kind of stuff. So it could be a little bit of that. Yes. And another thing that women have gotten is that we're hysterical and that we're too sensitive. And no. so those are things too, is if someone's telling you that mm-hmm. it's, it, it doesn't matter. Like I'll be hysterical and be too sensitive. That's fine. If right. that's what you want to label me, I've got to honor myself and trust myself because I'm the one who has to live with myself. Well, so, I used to not want to really get involved with things when I had this strong, right. So I get mm-hmm. this strong intuitive hit and I would say, oh, I'm not going to call the cops. And one time I went out in my front yard to get something because I I parked my car there and I went to get something and I saw this white van driving slower than the speed limit. So I thought that was unusual. And so it made me look. And then Mm -hmm. I went to look at him and he turned his head so I couldn't see the face. So that made me say, I'm going to look at his license plate. And his license plate had nothing. (laughs) So, okay, slow white van. (laughs) Yeah. No license plate, sketchy. And then I thought to myself, well, at least we've got a dog. And I went back in the house and I thought, maybe I'm reading into it, whatever. Right. Half hour later, get a knock on the door and the police said, did you notice anything suspicious about a half hour ago? And I said, oh, my God, I almost called. I saw the white van. He goes, your neighbors just got wiped out by a white van. I knew it was going to happen, and I didn't. So after that, I said, I'm calling next time. So then it was a year later. I was driving home late night, and I saw this man walking, not on the side of the road, but like inside the grass on people's houses like walking on the grass down the road it was just kind of a weird position to walk and I was like what is he doing out at one in the morning so the whole thing made me suspicious and so I decided to call the police (laughs) and I called the police and I said just suspicious behavior you should check it out and it turned out he was the lookout for a group of people that were going into houses that were being built and they were stealing oh, wow. fridges and stoves of and everything before the house sold and they, they were, were occupied wow yeah. so they were putting in a big van that's why now i just call i don't even care <laughs> what i love about intuition is it's provable mm-hmm. if you have an intuitive hit and you're wrong then you just go, then that was an intuitive hit so let me hone that skill a little bit more mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong in being wrong no you get what I'm saying? That's how so we a figure it out. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And the more that you connect in with it, the more you'll notice that you are right. Mm-hmm. It's only because I honor it. And I honor weird things. I had a client and I can't remember what it was. I The first time I really realized how it can show up really aw- randomly, oddly, I had a call with a client and I said, why are they showing me hard boiled eggs? And she started <laughs> laughing and she said, I have hard boiled eggs in my purse. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like really stuff that's, oh, I know. I was talking with a client and I said, at the end of the call, I'm not a medium per se. Mm-hmm. Out, so I don't talk to dead people, but they'll come through. And at the end of the call, I said, why are they showing me a lemon meringue pie? And she's like, huh. And she's, we started said, do you have like a grandmother energy? We'll come to find out one of the grandmothers 
loved lemon meringue pie and loved pies in general, but also there was something about the meringue. And I said, this is just coming through and I'm just honoring it. I have no idea. And it sounds really kooky, but what I know to be true is that I need to honor it because it's Mm -hmm. showing up and it's very specific. Give the message to your audience, even if it seems really, really odd. Mm -hmm. Another thing you can do is if you ask three times, if you get a hit and even while I'm talking with people, Mm -hmm. I'll say, do you really want me to say that? And then I'll hit, and then and then I'll even go on to something else, and they'll show it to me again. If I see it repeatedly, then I know for sure that I'm onto something, and that I need to honor. That's it. interesting. I took yeah, a, I took a workshop on developing your intuition, and it was really mm-hmm. interesting because it was actually run by two mediums, but. I'm not a medium, so I just wanted to go because it was about developing your intuition. And what was interesting is the first exercise she she had us like pair off with someone you didn't know at all. Mm-hmm. And she said, now, when you're talking to each other, I want you to say exactly what comes up in your mind without yep. thinking it's weird to say or I don't know why this I want to say this or I don't want to, you know, yeah, just don't, don't think yep. about it. Just let it pop out of your head. And without judgment, no one's judging. You're just going to release whatever comes to mind. And when I did this with this woman, she goes, you just described the kitchen in my house growing up and anyone can do it is my point and that's exactly how you learn to develop your intuition and as we practice with different people it got better and better so it's really interesting it's a good exercise it's it's in its receptivity it's receiving a message right Mm -hmm. so that's you know we talk about i talk about receiving all the time Mm -hmm. you know we're transmitting and receiving and so the transmission is what what we're just translating the transmission. You received a transmission mm-hmm. and you translated it, right? And expressed it through your voice. Right. And we receive transmissions in different ways. You can see you can just have an intuitive knowing, which is kind of what happens with me. If you're in a public place and you're standing by a person, you can even say, This might be kind of weird, but I just wanted to tell you that I got something about you and do you mind if I share it with you? Yeah. Some, cause sometimes with strangers it's easier. Yeah, you know, because there's have no dog to, in the race, right? And you have to ask permission because some people yeah, will be ask like, permission. And and if you don't feel like you want to say anything, at least honor in, in, internally and go, oh, okay, there's an intuitive hit on this person. Yeah, right. I'm gonna honor. I'm gonna trust that that's actually not just some strange thing because I think a lot of people, especially younger women, they question themselves and I think they don't think that they have the capacity to do it. A lot of women in general mm-hmm. and, and men also because men have intuitive knowing also, but they follow their gut. So mm-hmm. it's different, right? It's the same me- kind of same mechanism the way I kind of feel it, but well, it's a little different. I just talked to a su- really successful man. He runs a business and he was telling me about his partner and he said, oh, my partner's the brains behind the operation. He's brilliant, and I just admire his intellect so much. But I am the guy in the room who can tell him what people are thinking and what they really mean by what they say. And it's Mm -hmm. often very different than what they're saying. And I kind of give him a sense of how the deal is going down. And so I said, so you're really the one with the highly developed intuition and the strong EQ, because that's equally important as the brains of the operation. So they were a really good pair. Yeah. 
it, it's, it's interesting because I think too, for women, it shows up more emotional too. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's why there's this sensitivity thing that, oh, you're so sensitive. Well, that's because your receiver is highly tuned. Mm-hmm. I was told all the time, you're too sensitive. You take things too personally. And it wasn't, maybe I'm not too sensitive. Maybe you're just an asshole, right? <laughs> why am I the one that's too sensitive? So what I learned is this is actually my intuitive knowing and my empathy that I, I turned it into a business. I want to reiterate that if someone's telling you too, too sensitive, it's it's probably because you're very sensitive and you're getting an intuitive hit. They want to tell you that because especially if they're not being truthful with you or they're mm-hmm. trying to bamboozle or manipulate you. Mm-hmm. That's a real easy way to shut your intuition down. If we're in the dating scene and there's a guy that's bad news and something feels off and you say something to him, he's not going to go, oh, you're right. <laughs> he's <laughs> right. going to make you question yourself. Right. Oh, so yeah. that's another thing to remember. They're not for you. So they're not going to want you to hone your intuition because mm-hmm. then you're on to them. Right. Right. <laughs> no, it's it's a really interesting topic. And I'm so glad that you were able to join us again today. And I hope we'll have you back again. And if you would give them the information on how they can reach you, that would really help. Yes. My website is stacyjustice.com and it's S-T-A-C-E-Y-J-U-S-T-I-S, like just is, Mm -hmm. dot com. And then my Instagram handle is love underscore and underscore just is. So, and if you just Google Stacey Justice, I'll pop up. (laughs) Right, right, right. So Uh, go follow her on Instagram. Yeah, it's just the spelling is just is, Mm -hmm. which is basically kind of a mission statement of just to be. That's that's what we talk about, that intuitive knowing. I'm just, I'm here now. I'm being who I am. So yeah, thank you for allowing me to always, I just love our conversations and I love going deep with you and and getting to the truth with you. I really appreciate it. It's really fun and it's such a pleasure. Yes, and I know that we're helping a lot of people just being able to look at things in a different way. So we'll end today with a short meditation. Try to get in a comfortable place. You can be seated or lying flat on your back. Our mind is a very busy place. And the reason meditation is so important is to release that party in your head, release the clutter. Scan your body for a moment, starting with your feet and allow your feet and ankles to feel loose and relaxed. Mentally scan your shins and calves, allowing them to feel relaxed bit by bit. Your body becomes more and more relaxed with each moment. Imagine your thighs becoming more relaxed, loose, soft. Observe the sensations in your body, your feet, your hands. With every inhale, I want you to visualize a stronger, beautiful body just as you are. And with every exhale, allow the tension or illness to leave your body. Imagine as you breathe in, all the internal organs are operating just as they should. And as you exhale, all the worry leaves your body. Allow your hips to relax feeling more open and soft. 
Inhaling, fueling your body with oxygen, reaching every cell. Everything is operating just as it should. And now exhale. Imagine that you feel content and happy with your physical self. Start to soften your internal organs, relax your chest. Let your back feel more relaxed, grounded. Relax your shoulders and neck. If it feels tight, tense it and then release. Imagine your arms feeling loose and heavy and travel down your palms and fingers, allowing all the tension to melt away. Unclench your teeth and relax your jaw. Soften your cheeks and your eyelids. Let go of criticism and return to the sensation in your hands and your feet. Imagine you are interested and curious in this feeling. Observe how the top of your head feels. And if you start thinking or judging, just let it go. Just notice the thoughts and bring awareness back into the sensations of your hands and your feet. Allow all the muscles in the face to relax. Soften your cheeks and your eyelids. And just watch the worry dissipate. And with every breath, you feel calmer and safer, more relaxed. Your body feels strong, longer, leaner, beautiful. Imagine appreciating the sheer power of your amazing body. Fuel this body. Take care of your wonderful body. With every exhale, all the tension and worry leaves your beautiful, strong body. Mindfulness is simply self-love, empathy, gratitude, releasing feelings. It's the intentional awareness of thoughts and feelings. So try to keep this mindful state of mind, especially when stressed, instead of existing in a fight or flight state. It takes practice to have mindfulness become habit. Mindfulness does not allow the drama of feelings to zap your spirit. It remains very skeptical of feelings. You notice they're there, but hope that sitting in this deeper state of awareness will allow the feelings to pass. Mindfulness meditation allows you to just be without judgment. 
Sometimes, if we can sit with feelings of sadness, envy, or rage, the feeling actually leaves your body. That stillness allows you to clear those negative thought patterns and emotions, making way for new, healthy, positive energy to fill your being. So just allow your body to simply sit in this calm stillness, Inhale for five counts. Exhale for six. Continue to focus on the breath, inhaling for five. Exhaling for six. I'm going to leave you here in this peaceful, calm state. Be sure to subscribe to Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast, and I hope you'll join us again soon. Namaste.